The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. Around these parts, I'm known as your host, Old King Kroll. It's March 8th, and we are here live once again for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now, for those of you out there who are regular listeners, I'm sure that you've heard us bemoan the proliferation of reality television, or maybe so-called reality television here on the show in the past, mainly because those shows are so anything but real. In fact, everything is so scripted on those shows that I don't even know how they can call it reality. So prepare yourselves because today's show is about as real as you can get. Jackie's Zeman of General Hospital, of course, was supposed to be here on the show with us today, but she was called into work at GH and she's actually taping as we speak. Now, while that's probably a definite bummer for those of you who tuned in to hear her or maybe because you wanted to call in and talk to her, I do have some good news that's come out of that because, first of all, it means that Jackie's working. And with Nurse Bobby having been AWOL for so long, it's wonderful to know that she's back at work. And I can tell you that she's been working and going to be continuing to work. So we'll have to check her out because her first episode of GH airs on March 21st, so be sure to tune in for that. Now, the second bit of good news is that Jackie is already working with me to reschedule her appearance here on Soap Central Live, and we're actually shooting for March 29th. So stay tuned to SoapCentral.com and, of course, to Soap Central Live's Twitter feed at Soap Central Live, and we will get you that information just as soon as we can get that all squared away and confirm everything. So if you were wanting to call in today, there's no reason why you still can't call in. We're opening up the phone lines to you all hour long, so let's talk about anything and everything soap. There's certainly been an enormous amount of soap news in the past few weeks. Gosh, just this week alone, in the past couple of days, there's been a lot of stuff to talk about. So if you want to weigh in on any of the latest soap news or what's happening on your favorite soap, I would love to hear from you. Of course, you're going to need the number to do that. Our toll-free call-in line is 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. You can also submit your comments and questions on Twitter at Soap Central Live. I poke around on Twitter while I'm talking to you and while I'm rambling on to myself, so I try to read your comments and get them addressed on air. But before we get started, 
There has been some mystery, some nebulous information about our show that's coming up on March 22nd. I have no idea what it is. I was given orders not to book anyone for that show. So, of course, it's got everyone, me included, wondering, is this going to be some sort of special All My Children or One Life to Live announcement? Is it a special General Hospital or the Young and the Restless anniversary show? I have no idea, but I do know that there is one person who knows exactly what's going on. It's my executive producer, John Missile. So let's bring him on here to get some of the details. John, what is going on on this March 22nd show that I'm not allowed to book any? One. Can't tell you, Dan. It's a surprise. <laughs> well, then why are you on the show <laughs> taking up airtime? <laughs> well, I just, you know, I really wasn't doing anything else on a rainy Friday afternoon. But you know, seriously, uh, let, let's let's tell the fans a little bit uh, uh, what gave me the thought behind this show and, and why you can't know anything about it. So I'll even give you a slight hint. It came to my attention, oh, three or four weeks ago that... On March 22nd, it will be the 18th anniversary of SoapCentral.com. And I thought, what a better way to celebrate it for all that you do to the fans is to have a little SoapCentral.com 18th anniversary show. Oh, wow. So having uh, having said that, there you go. So you can start to speculate. All I can tell you is that there are over a dozen guests that are coming to uh, chat. Uh, they will be a star-studded lineup. It will be some familiar and unfamiliar voices and faces. So you were, you like were to know us, yeah, you were going to tell us uh, the complete list of guests who are going to be on that show. Uh, you know, I could, but I just put that in my briefcase, and you know, I hate to have to dig that out again, Dan. Otherwise, I, I'd love to share that. I mean, I'd be more than glad if if the parents, if, if any of the fans or parents of fans or you know, children of fans would like to call you directly. You know, I could give out that private number of yours, Dan, and they could call <laughs> you and see if you found out anything or you dug in in the meantime. So you're really not going to tell me what's going on. You're going to make you – I hate surprises, so you're going to just make me struggle and fidget and, and just have a completely miserable time trying to figure this out, aren't you? Well, since we couldn't have the, the – you know, Dan and Jackie March sixth uh, birthday special this year. I thought, what a better surprise! So, you know, with Jackie coming on later, uh, um, you never know. You just don't know. But you were saying that uh, I didn't understand the one name that you said that was going to be on the show. Who was that? That was that person that uh, I'm not telling you yet. <laughs> Ah, How, well. However, I can, I can I can tell you that some of the people that were on the show, Dan, you interacted, or some of the people that will be on the show, you interacted with at the Emmys. Okay. Uh, some of them we interacted with at the Emmys two years ago when I was with mm. you in Vegas for that. Mm. Uh, so if people want to go back through those videos from 2011 or 2012, they could speculate on uh, which of those people may or may not be there. Am I going to be on this show? Uh, we're going to get you a comfy chair to lean back in. I don't know how much we're really going to let you talk this time. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. I wish I could do that all the time because I certainly, uh, this show can run itself probably pretty well without me. It's uh, like working at, at Dunkin' Donuts and trying to figure out is your favorite donut glazed or jelly or you know the, the little cake crumb topping thing. Who knows? You know, you can put powdered sugar on a lot of things, Dan, and call them jelly donuts, but they still are what they are. 
That is true. So I know that you're not going to give me any more information. So I guess I'm going to let you go back to your diabolical plans and get to some of the callers who are on the line. And uh, maybe they know something that you have already told them and I can try to get it out of them. Well, hopefully, hopefully no one will let anything slip. Uh, I, I just want you to tell people out there, this is a show that they're not going to want to miss. Even a doubt. Okay, don't miss it. Uh, keep knocking them dead. Keep doing the great job you're doing, Dan. We expect you to be on the air for at least the next five and a half years. So, oh, jeez. Uh, keep brushing up those skills and, and ha- have a great weekend. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Uh, so that's going to be March 22nd, everybody. I guess you're going to have to tune in with me to find out exactly what is going on. I honestly have... No clue, uh, except now that we know this is the 18th anniversary for SoapCentral.com, and apparently there are going to be some special guests, and I don't have to do anything, so that's going to be even better. If ever you needed a reason to tune into the show, it's to hear someone else other than me talk, and which actually is a great segue because we have someone who's going to help me get through this next 50 minutes or so of unscripted show. He is someone who has been here on the show before. And we're still going to sort of keep with our birthday element because even though Jackie Zeman was supposed to be here to celebrate her birthday with me, we have someone else who just celebrated a birthday yesterday. He's the executive editor of Soaps in Depth magazine. He's, of course, a friend of the show. I'm referring to Richard Sims. Richard, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I don't know if I'd say I'm a friend of the show. I'm, (laughs) you know, a frenemy of the show. How's that? A frenemy of the show. That works because, you know, and I want to say, particularly at the top, I want to thank you so much for taking time out because I understand from reading on Twitter you've got a show that's opening up in Atlantic City this weekend. You're going to be on stage or something? I do, and it's topless. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous. The moves aren't what they used to be, so, (laughs) you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm nervous. By the way, speaking of sharing news, you know, Uh I don't like to see, I don't like to see people tortured, so I think it's only fair that I tell you exactly what's going on on uh, this anniversary thing. Oh, um, good, 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 good. I can't wait. It, yeah, it, it turns out, you know how they just said they wanted you on the air for five and a half more years, which, by the way, odd number. It, does something happen to you in five and a half years? <laughs> but uh, they were actually lying, because on that special episode, you're being recast. Oh, uh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah, trying. Think we're we're, we're going to audition some folks, and, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to take the character in a new direction. You know what? If ever there was someone who needed to be recast, I've got to tell you, it's this, it's this show. <laughs> we, I thought you were going to say just... me, because God knows I can recasting. <laughs> you know, I, I'm constantly told they want to take my character in a hunkier direction. <laughs> All I know is... Uh, I don't like surprises, so this is going to be really interesting. And there's apparently also, since we're talking about surprises, I'm looking, there are some folks who want to uh, chat with us, and we're going to get into some soap stuff in a minute. But we've got someone right here from Pennsylvania, apparently, and the name, I believe, is Dina. So let's welcome you to Soap Central Live. Hi, I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh, well, wait until we're done talking and see if you still feel the same way. <laughs> Well, I was I was excited to talk to Jackie, but I'm glad to hear that she's back at work. 
She is. As I said, she uh, let me know really late last night that they changed the call time. They're working on something very uh, special. I mean, I guess everybody knows that the GH 50th anniversary is coming up. Jackie said she'd be at work. She was hoping that she would be able to call in from her dressing room, as I mean, folks on the show have before. But uh, she's actually on set right at this exact moment taping something that we can't talk about and she's going to try to be here the 29th which means that she'll already have been back on air so we'll be able to talk more about what she's involved in as opposed to now when you know everything is under wraps so hopefully you'll tune back in in what is that three weeks two weeks three weeks weeks. actually (laughs) let me interrupt you here for a second i can give you a little bit of preview about the episodes which bring Jackie back to the show because it just that happens be to be amazing. something it just happens to be part of a cover story that I'm working on so I know a little bit of information and let me just tell you that her return comes at this really exciting time and it basically involves the story that's going to sort of lead to the recast of uh, of Julie Marie Berman um, out of Lulu this is this is all, it all is tied together. Like um, um, Julie Marie Berman's exit is tied to what brings uh, tied very directly, in fact, to what brings Bobby to town. Um, and we learn, you know, I wasn't really sure where Bobby's been all this time, but it turns yeah. out Bobby's been in Bobby's been in Seattle. Um, I, I believe that's what uh, what I was told is Bobby's been in Seattle, but she shows up in Fort Charles um, at a very opportune moment, and actually, almost immediately upon arriving sort of gives a little twist to a mystery that starts to unfold and then things go crazy immediately after that. And and like I said, that'll all that'll all tie into uh Julie Marie Berman's uh exit. So it'll be really exciting. She's coming at a really good time. So that sounds like more information. I mean, I know that you wanted to speak to Jackie, but look at that. You got a little bit of scoop on the show. Yeah, so is that, that is almost good. better? <laughs> yeah, that is good. I'm just glad that they're going to explain where Bobby has been, instead of for us to just assume that she has been there the whole time. Yeah, on another floor of the hospital in the kitchen. Right. That's, yeah, that I think yeah, you're absolutely there right. There were so many storylines that she should have been involved in, like when her, uh, when Carly's daughter was sick, she was nowhere to be found. Yeah, I, well, I think I can, that, that's I a lot of stuff. I can tell you this. I can tell you this as well. There is going to be something that I've really, really, really been wanting, and and um, we're going to get Carly and Bobby scenes. Um, there's going to be stuff where Carly basically turns to Bobby and like kind of catches her up on all of, all of recent events and asks her advice and stuff. So I think it'll be so nice to finally get a glimpse of Carly and Bobby. Because how many times over the last year, two years, three years, five years, have we all said, "Oh, come on." How is how is she not how is Bobby not there to help her through this? You know, how is Bobby right. not part of the picture? And so, you know, we are gonna get that. And of course, you know, it's not really a huge secret, I don't but and if it is, then I'm spoiling it. But <laughs> we're we're cruising very quickly toward the nurses ball, you know, and so how awesome is it? One of the things um that I, I just happen to have 20 minutes ago, I've been talking to Ron Carlovati about something, and one of the things we were chatting about was how awesome it is that as we're building toward the nurses' ball, the staff of the hospital is sort of central again, and that we've got nurses, you know. Yeah. Um, we've, got, we've got Sabrina and Felix and Liz, and, yeah. and how awesome will it be to have 
Bobby, even if she's not on staff, but she'll be around for the actual nurses' ball. And that's just so, you know, cool. And I've got to say, I happen to know, like, five different things that unfortunately I can't say that are going to happen at the nurses' ball. And it's going to be everything that you could want from the 50th anniversary of a show that we all love. I'm so, so, so stoked about the nurses' ball. Well, thank you, Dina, for your call. I appreciate it. Richard, now, since you were talking about this as a cover story, I want to make sure that we get this plug in before we forget. What is the newsstand date, or what is the subscription date? <laughs> Couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> um, let's right. see. I think it's... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do we know um, what's going to be on the cover that people can look for a pretty picture, or is that still up to... Do, we do. No, we do. It will okay. be... Um, it'll actually be one of the best triangles it's perfect for this time for the uh, 50th anniversary heading into because it's luke laura and scotty um so you know how much more classic gh could you possibly get all right well there's some wonderful information see this is why we enjoy having you on the show richard we're able to even though we don't get specific dates we're able to find out things that, <laughs> even though you don't know when your own stupid magazine goes on sale <laughs> we didn't necessarily uh expect to get any of that information we can we can tie it all around but we're talking about information and when i was talking earlier today and letting people know on twitter this is going to be an open hour of who knows what and craziness there was someone who is also a friend of the show who said that she wanted to come in and talk about some of the casting news uh, from All My Children, since, of course, All My Children just wrapped production on its uh, venture back under Prospect Park. So let's bring in Emily from New York and talk about some All My Children stuff. Emily, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you today? I'm very good, and uh, it's lovely to hear your voice again. It's wonderful to have you there. It's, of course, we have Richard here as well, who's going to chime in with us. But Emily, I, I want to know. <laughs> we have all of this All My Children news. I mean, certainly last week when the show went into production, and uh, as everyone knows, I, I mentioned I was up doing the photo shoot with them at the Sleepy Hollow Country Club in wonderful upstate or midstate or wherever it is in New York. It's by the water. There, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of casting news that broke. We found out people who were going to be there. We have an official casting list. So. Other than, obviously, there's one per person whose name is not on that list right now who I know that you want back. What do you think of this cast that they've assembled? Well, you got David Canary and you got Julia Barr, and that's amazing and wonderful, and you can't go wrong with those two. But you need Susan. I mean, she has to be there. I'm hoping that she'll uh, free up her schedule and get there. Did you happen to see Susan Lucci on her appearance on The View where she mentioned that she wants to return? I personally thought that she looked like she was getting to be moved to tears thinking about it. But yeah. what do you – I mean, do you think that she's going to come back or do you think that this is just yeah, a whole – Yeah, I'm hoping so. I, I don't watch The View. I did hear about it. I mean, I work all day, so I don't watch The View. And I wouldn't watch ABC anyway. I don't, I don't watch any of their shows. I only watch – General Hospital, and if all my children were still there, I would watch that. But since they took off all my children, I don't watch anything on ABC. Well, let so me I certainly don't watch The View. <laughs> we're going to bring Richard in on this, too, but I want to ask you a quick question about, you know, there are some new actors. The characters may not necessarily be new. There are really only, to me, it looks like three new characters 
uh-huh. one young girl, the uh, coffee purse, Jane's addiction. We have Jane, and then we have this mystery character that uh, we're bringing to Francesca James. Which of these other characters, do any of these new characters or the aged characters of the kids, do you think is going to be the most interesting to you story-wise? Um, maybe j son. And being that David Canary is coming back and he's going to have a new, uh, this will be his grandson that he can mess up and run his life. <laughs> and that Richard. might be really cool and interesting. I, I kind of... Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a little bit weird. It's supposed to be five years from when it went off. Yeah. Now let me ask true? you, Rich, yeah. And all the children have grown up. What about little Emma? Has she grown up too? Well, suppose, as you you may have heard, uh, Danielle Parker was on the show last week. She's not going to be uh, on the All My Children reboot. Everyone's been rebooted. But let me ask you, Richard, for what you're finding out when you thought or when you found out that All My Children was going to be skipping ahead five years. Richard, did you think that that was a good decision to do that story-wise, or do you think that there was something else that they maybe could have done to address why half the cast isn't there anymore? I actually think it's kind of a, a great idea. I think it depends on how it's done. There's, you know, we've seen shows do time jumps before, and there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. One Tree Hill did a great job when it did the time jump. You know, characters' lives were completely different, and it made sense because everybody always said, you know, they're too old to be in high school anyway. Whereas Desperate Housewives made the odd decision to jump forward, I don't remember if it was five years or ten years, and yet pretty much everything stayed exactly the same. Like, yeah. I couldn't really understand what the purpose of that was. In this case, it makes sense, because they have, you know, they had um, an idea of sort of aging the kids, and we know that One Night to Live is going to be more sort of, um, cast-wise, is going to be sort of more what we already knew. You know, there's a lot of familiar faces there. Whereas All My Children seems to be the show where they're skewing younger, sort of taking more of, a, you know, taking a little bit different of an approach. So it seems like a really smart idea. I, I just wanted to comment on the Susan Lucci thing on two different levels. One, I have to say, it always bothers me when actors say, well, I really want to do it. Really? You really want to do it? Then do it. You know, like, figure it out. Make your schedule work and do it. But more importantly, I I am a big believer while I do believe, you know, Susan Lucci, obviously Erica Kane is a very important character in the history of All My Children. It would be awesome to have her there. But I am not one of those people who believes any show has to have any one character. I think soaps are an ensemble. And, you know, as long as you're telling a good story and as long as, you know, you're entertaining me on a daily basis, you know, are there characters that I think can never be recast? Yes. You know, I don't think you can recast Sonny. I don't think you can recast Erica. Um, you know, Victor Newman, characters like that. But, you know, I remember a few years ago when there was a the whole thing that Eric Braden was in contract negotiations and they were going to write Victor off the show and blah, 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 and there was a, a very big uproar. Would General City be a completely different place without Eric Braden on the canvas? Will, will Pine Valley, if Susan Lucci doesn't join the show, be a completely different place without Erica on the canvas? Definitely, without a doubt. But, you know... I, I always say, if you if you are only watching a show for one character or one couple, you're gonna you know you're gonna inevitably be heartbroken because that couple will break up, that actor may move on. So I do hope she shows up, but I think you know that if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. And I would hate for people not to watch you know just because because one actor is not a part of the show. 
Emily, before we let you go, do you have a comment on what Richard just said? Yes, I was just going to say, Richard, I totally agree with you. You can't watch the show for one character. I agree with you. you first of all, if you did, you'd be totally bored. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, Emily, because, thank you so much for calling in. I, I want to, of course. Go ahead. You know, I just wanted to say, because I'm a tremendous fan of Susan. You know, she's, she's like everything to me. I love her. So for me, I, of course, want her to be there. But if she's not going to be there, I'll probably watch anyway, because I love them all, really. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Pro- probably will watch? I don't think I like that. <laughs> I'm sure that I will. <laughs> I think what she means is she will watch and see that is how they do. I think that's what a lot of us are doing. We're taking a wait-and-see approach, you know? I mean, let's, let's let it get out there. Let's, you know, and I think the other thing that's really important is when One Life to Live and All My Children debut, supposedly in late April, possibly early May, depending. But I think when they debut, one thing we really have to do is, I know it's so tempting for all of us to get on Twitter and, you know, and, and bash everything and take a negative and pick apart. It's not, it's not going to be the same show it was, but we have to give it a chance and we have to like let it sort of settle in and find itself and, and try really, really hard not to, you know, if, if we don't like what we see immediately, because it's, this is such an important thing. This is so huge. I mean, this could change the future of soaps, literally. Absolutely. This literally could change the future of soaps. We are getting t- two soaps back from the dead on Hulu, you know, which is a great outlet. It's gonna, we're going to learn so much about who's really watching, how they're watching. But more importantly, if it's successful, just imagine the horizons it could open up. So while I, yeah, we're all, obviously we're all going to offer up critiques and we're all going to, you know, talk about what we like and what we don't like. But if, if we can just try and remember that, you know, to do it with a little bit of love in our heart because it, it's, it's important to the future of our, of the genre that we all love so much. Well, I'll have more than a little bit of love in my heart for the folks who call in. So, Emily, thank you so much for calling in and chatting with me today. You're welcome. Always my pleasure. We also are going to talk a little bit more about some of the All My Children, One Life to Live casting and then also transition back to General Hospital. We have a caller. I think this might be his first time calling in. He was also kind enough to let me know on Facebook that he wanted to chat. We have Jay Bernard Jones. Welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. How you doing, Dan? I'm wonderful. You're also on the air with Richard Sims. He's here keeping me company for the hour. Hi, Richard. How you doing? I'm good, Jay. How are you? I'm doing fine. And... Uh, and once again, happy birthday, Dan. Oh, well, thank you. And to Richard as well. His was... Uh, and to Richard, Richard as well. I'm older than him because my birthday was the day before his. <laughs> <laughs> if only that's how it worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you may have heard Emily talking on in our last call about some of the things, and certainly there are a lot of people who've said on Twitter or Facebook that they're not going to watch the show, meaning All My Children One Life to Live, because maybe their favorites aren't coming back, weren't asked to come back, or will be back at a later date. What are your thoughts on that? And... You know, uh, what, just in general, what are you thinking of the cast that's been assembled? Uh, well, um, uh, I'll, ask, I'll answer the second question first. Um, I'm, I'm excited uh, about, the, uh, about the new cast so far, um, particularly the influx of the new characters, because the lifeblood of any soap is, is that it must march forward. It must be new. It must have new blood. Um, and so I'm, I, and, and, and of course, you know, for the veteran actors who, for so far, who've returned, 
Um, I'm really happy about that. And Francesca, and Francesca James just excites me to no end because I was watching during, you know, the Kitty Kelly days. And so um, to see her coming back as a new mysteriously, you know, new mysterious character, I'm, I'm really excited about that, perhaps more than anything else as far as the, um, as far as the, uh, the casting is concerned. As far as, you know, for, 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 for people who are, who are saying they're not going to watch the show because of, you know, you know, A, B, C, or D, they're not going to see the ghost of Phoebe Tyler or whatever it is that they're, they're looking for. <laughs> that is so short-sighted. And, and, and it's such a disservice, I think, to the incredible amount of work um, uh, and energy and effort, Herculean effort, it's taken to bring these shows back. Um, uh, uh, I, I can't improve upon, you know, what was said earlier about, you know, about giving the show of the shows a chance. Um, and then I understand that, that, that there are some fans out there who feel that they want, you know, what they want, but, you know, there are all sorts of reasons why you can't get everything that you want, uh, at, at the same time. And it's prejudging a show that, you know, prejudging it. Uh, before it's even aired, and then that's just not fair to anybody. And I'll say one more thing too, um, from how I've approached it. You know, I when all my children and one life to live were first canceled, I come from that old school. Basically, you know, when a show was canceled, the show was canceled. If you hear, uh, by the way, if you hear of uh, uh, <laughs> traffic, I am literally sitting outside a Caribou Cap Coffee right now uh, on the street. <laughs> um, but, you know, when the shows were first canceled, you know, I'm from that old school, you know, when the show was canceled, the show was canceled. And at some point, you just got to mourn and move on. And as we've seen over the course of the past few seasons, networks, entertainment conglomerates are, are, are more willing to bring shows back. They're even willing to cancel a show and uncancel them, like a CBS did with Unforgettable, mm-hmm. um, for example. And so, you know, that particular world is changing and so when, you know, One Life to Live and All My Children were announced to come back with Prospect Park and that fell through before, I'm like looking at all the logistical issues that went into making that not happen. Like, okay, kids, give up the ghost. Let's move on. Let's deal with the four we've got and hope that things get better. They pulled that together. And they pulled that together in a way that took everybody by surprise and everybody by storm. And it got all of, you know, so much of the old cast members back of both shows. That I think that fan that that people who consider themselves fans of the shows should be willing to say, "Hey, it might not be everything that I want, but I I need to give them the benefit of the doubt for at least a week, at least a couple of episodes, <laughs> at least something to see how well they pull this off." Because if you really love the shows, you should love the shows and not just that one particular point that's in your favor. Let me thing. let me ask you something, and I never mm-hmm. thought I would be quoting this person here on the show, but Jay, you mm-hmm. mentioned something that fans want what they want when they want it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There was someone who is not necessarily a friend of daytime. His name was mm-hmm. Brian Franz, who said mm-hmm. that sometimes fans need to be told what they like and sort of trained a little bit. I mean, that's not quite what you said, but maybe we do sort of need to get to a point where we have to find a way to make fans know that what they want isn't the only way to do things. Is exactly. does that make sense? Oh, it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, in fact, um, I, I, if I can pivot to to the current state of GH as an example of that, for absolutely. For 
there online you see on a lot of message boards there there's a there's a vocal number of people who hate anything that <laughs> Juan Calabati and Frank Valentini do. Anything that they've done, they they talk about how terrible One Life to Live was, even though it finished its run with large with higher ratings, you know, than GH when it went off the air. They hate the storylines. They hate they hate Kate and Connie. They hate this. They hate this. they hate everything. And they could resurrect Jesus. They could resurrect right. Jesus, right. and fans would be upset with them. Some of them, right, right, right. No, no, you're exactly right. So you've got all of this going on, and yet GH is arguably stronger than it's been in years. With with Valentini and uh, and Calavati, which I never refer to as Cartini, by the way. With with <laughs> them, with them having brought back all of the vets. The more vets that you can shake a stick at, and people that we thought would never return, people who are still coming to return. The mob is de-emphasized. The hospital is is back in the forefront. You've got medical personnel everywhere. These are things that fans have been crying for for years, and they're doing it in a way the show is more campy, it's more fun, it's a little bit more over the top, it's a little bit more outrageous. But it's a show that was built on outrageous things, you know, since the eighties. So. To, 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 to sort of underscore the point that, that, that you just made and the question that you just asked, they're doing, they're giving the fans what they want. It might not be in the way that is frozen in amber, that, you know, in some nostalgia, <laughs> you know, being the people being nostalgia whores for things that they want, you know, done the way they want it, but they're giving the fans what they want. And I think at some point, you, it's fine to be critical of things that you don't like or things that aren't great or whatever, but to, to, to loosen the reins of that horse and not choke him to death so you can ride to the destination you need to get to? Does that make sense? It does. You're and an we're awesome gonna, guest. I need we you on my you... show. Oh, I need him on my show every week. He's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you uh, a quick question because I know, Jay, you um, mentioned something on Facebook. I do, uh, before the show, I do some research. Go figure. But you said something that I want to let you explain before we let you go and take another caller. But you said Marcy Ryland joins GH as Lulu. I'm beginning to think that Frank Valentini made some sort of nefarious deal with Rumpelstiltskin. Would you like to explain? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I love Once Upon a Time on ABC. And sometimes it feels like when you look at, when you look at the, the sheer number of, of, of cat, not just, uh, Vets uh, that that he's got to return um, on short term, long term, recurring basis, but the people that he's been able to bring in, you've got to wonder if he's not in, you know, behind ABC Studios out in LA, stirring a cauldron somewhere, calling up <laughs> Rumble Stillskin, you know, trying to make these deals. He's like, oh, I'll I'll I'll, I'll pay whatever price you've got later. Just get me this one. Just get me that one. <laughs> because you have to, you know, from on, on a serious tip, how you know. You know, in this age of budget cuts and austerity and sequestration for the soaps, how <laughs> is you know how is he able to afford all of this and still keep GH looking like a soap opera that we want to watch every day instead of you know having Jane Elliott jump out of bushes and pee How is he doing that? And Rumpelstiltskin must have have something to do with it. 
Otherwise, well, the man P-Pac. is just a genius. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for P-Pac, New Jersey. <laughs> it's going to put it right there. <laughs> I did you too. <laughs> it's going to be referred to as that place. Well, I'll say something relatively controversial. I wasn't as hard on Ellen Wheeler as much as a lot of Me people neither. were as far as Guiding Light is concerned. She had to work with what she had to work with. And and that was that was basically rubbing two nickels together and and hoping they would warm up. So more, I, more importantly, more mm-hmm. importantly, great things came out of that because if you remember, toward the end of Guiding Light, um, uh, Susan. Uh, uh, oh my God! Oh my God! She's only been retired for three weeks. And I forgot her name. Susan Flannery. Susan mm-hmm. Flannery went to PPAC, spent several weeks there studying what they did. Blah blah blah. Came back mm-hmm. to. The Bold and the Beautiful, and many of the things she learned there were implemented into The Bold and the Beautiful, including one of my all-time favorite things. If you notice, almost every single week, they go outside the studio. Little oh, yeah. thing. They don't make it a big deal. It's not like they do some huge, like, you know, remote. I mean, they do. They go to, they go fly in balloons and go, you know, parasailing or whatever. But they also right. go and walk down the street, and they go on motorcycle rides, and it gives such a sense of place. It, right. you know, it, 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 it adds so much to the story you're telling when you go outside those four walls. And that came basically as a result of PPAC, because before that, soaps, when they, they only did this when they went on big locations. It was always a big right. deal when you went outside. On The Bold and the Beautiful, it's so casual, a lot of people don't even notice it anymore because it happens so regularly. Right, and, and there's one other quick thing just to swing it back, if I may. Sure. If, a lot of people don't, don't seem to remember or, or give credit that All My Children and One Life to Live both did, did the same thing towards the mm-hmm. end of their run, too. The, the difference that I remember was is that they were using Steadicams as opposed to handhelds. I mean, really, that was basically it. Um, but All My Children was doing that and One Life to Live, which will be very interesting to see if that if they continue that model with the online versions as well, you know why my, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know why it didn't work for me on One Life to Live and All My Children. They mm-hmm. always went to the exact same location, like right. that <laughs> stupid park bench where everybody sat and ate hot dogs, and you know, like like it felt like every time they went outside, you knew they were like a block away from the studio. <laughs> you knew right. they would walk out. They were like, Speaking okay, here's of, a park right of here. location shoots, we need to thank. Jay from calling in from his location shoot outside Caribou Cafe who should give you a free anything that you would like. I want to thank you for calling in. Hopefully we can get you back on the show. It's been, uh, this is the first time you've been on in however many years I've been doing this show, so we need to get you back more often. Oh, the hell with that. I'm stealing him. He's going to be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight over that later. But we want to continue talking about some general hospital stuff. We have someone who's also been waiting on the line. I didn't see that uh, she was in the queue. It's Larissa who wants to talk about uh, Ms. Rylan joining as Lulu and also some Days of Our Lives stuff. So let's bring her in. Welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Let's and I just start want to say that I'm gonna, I, want to, I want to start a petition or right Uh-oh. now that if they try to recast you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll start the petition. Uh, well, I don't know how many signatures we need for that, but uh, you're free. <laughs> so much for to, my evil plot. <laughs> <laughs> you're feel free to do whatever you would like on your own. That's uh, I certainly have no say in that. But we sometimes, though, recasting has to be done, particularly when an actress decides to step away from the role. And that's what Julie Berman did on General Hospital as Lulu. And then uh, almost overnight, it seemed that we now have someone who's back in the role. I know this is something that you wanted to talk about. 
Uh, I will always call her Marcy, even though she's I, now M. So let's talk about it. I was going to just say that because she's always going to be Marcy to me. But uh, I, when I, because I, I was, when I saw M. Riley, and I was like, who is that? And I saw her picture. I'm like, no, it's not. Is that like her twin sister or something? I don't know. <laughs> No. So but, uh, what do you think, first of all, of the recast? Is this a good decision for, for GH? They had to bring in somebody. Is this the, oh, yeah, the person absolutely. you would pick? I love M. Um, I, you know, she would, I don't, I don't watch Young and the Restless, so I didn't see her in that role. I think she played Abby on, on Young and the Restless. I didn't see her she in did. that. But um, I, she's always Lizzie Spaulding to me for, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, yeah. long-time Guiding Light fan, and she was always, you know, Lizzie Spaulding for me. So, um, you know, I was a little disappointed when I heard that Julie was leaving because I, I love Julie. Um, and I think she's got her and um, Dom, who plays Dante, have amazing, you know, chemistry and stuff. So I was a little concerned as to, you know, who they were going to get, you know, to, to, to replace her. And when I heard it was, um, was M, I was thrilled. I, was, I think this is a, a really... Uh, really big, you know, great move for for General Hospital, and I'm I'm, I'm so thrilled that she, you know, that she's going because it sounds like, like I said, I don't watch Young and the Restless, but it sounds like she wasn't really used that well over there, and uh, she's just so talented. I I, I'm, I I just I have all the faith in her that she's going to, you know, be able to take on this, you know, big role. I mean, this is a huge, you know, Lulu Spencer is, you know, a huge, you know, uh, from a you know important family on General Hospital, so it's it's. But I think she can handle it. Let's let Richard weigh in on that. First of all, Richard, do you mm-hmm. think that this is a little bit of, uh, even if it wasn't intended to be so, uh, certainly GH is sort of sticking it a little bit to Y&R, and Y&R, of course, somehow managed to get Steve Burton. Do you think there's any sort of uh, private smiling that they're happy with this casting coup over at GH? Do you watch, do you watch Bob's Burgers by chance? <laughs> I know that there's a little character with a bunny hat. That's about well, it. Well, there is. And her sister makes this sound all the time. Uh, and it's her sound that's like very, it, it's what she sounds like when she's very frustrated and not sure how to answer. And that's how I feel right now because I love, <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it's M or Emmy. I, I always say Emmy. I, you know, cause it's E-M-M-E. So to me, it looks like Emmy. I don't know what it is. But here's the thing. I, when I, when I thought they were a recast, because you know we've been hearing the rumors that Julie Marie was going to leave, Julie Marie yeah. Berman was going to leave for a while. The first name that came to my mind, the very first name that came to my mind for the part was Stephanie Gachet from All My Children. That's, I think was she mine would be well. so perfect. I love Emmy Ryan. I love her. I think she is so much fun. I don't know if I see her as Lulu. I almost could see her better as a Maxi recast than I could a Lulu recast. Um, I, I think I will say this. I just wrote. Um, I just wrote. Um, I gave Emmy. I, I gave Emmy the gold star in our one of our issues coming up, and and I basically kicked it off by saying, "This is what happens when you snooze. You do lose because if you've been if, true. for people who have been watching YNR, ever since she came back, it's a whole new character. You know, their writing her is more mature, more fun, and yet they haven't lost that sense of humor. She was having a blast, and the mistake was." They didn't put a ring on it. You know, they brought her back and they were stupid enough not to do it with a contract. And they were, they were dumb to fire her in the first place. And they were even dumber to bring her back without a contract. And more power to GH for stealing her. I hope it's a good fit. I, my, I do, I will say this. Fans, I address this to you. I love y'all. I do. But <laughs> you're very mean sometimes. 
it's, I, not a day goes by that I don't get tweets and that Kelly Sullivan doesn't get tweets saying, bring back the real, bring back the real Connie, you know, or Kate or whatever from General Hospital. And, and I know that people's instinct is going to be like, as soon as Emmy starts airing, it's going to be like, you're no Julie Murray Berman. Please, folks, that's so disrespectful. You know, it's an actor doing a job and they may not be the exact same as the person that did it before, but really, you know, trashing them isn't going to help. And to send emails three years later saying, you know, we want Megan Ward back. I love Megan Ward. She's like one of my favorite people on the planet. But she's not coming back and the role is not hers anymore. And let's 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 move on. I think that's a perfect way to move on. We'll move from General Hospital because I know that our caller, Richard, wants to also talk a little bit about Days of Our Lives. We don't often get to, to squeeze it in the way that we want to. So let's open up the door. What would you like to talk about on Days? Oh, sorry. I had you on mute <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> um, That's fine. Days, days, days. Oh, I guess, it, um, I guess the, the, the biggest story for me that I'm really enjoying is um, uh, Nick, Gabby, well, really, Nick against Will, and I just feel that um, you know Blake Barris, who plays Nick, is just and Chandler too, who plays uh, Will, are just doing an amazing job with the storyline. I mean, I I've never disliked a character so much as I have Dick, you know, and um, but and that's all due to you know the writing and also you know the actor, and uh, you know I, I I give Days a lot of credit for the storyline, you know, because you know. It, they're really going forward with, you know, with the the Will and Sonny, you know, romance, and they're not holding back anything, you know. I mean, we've never, you know, it's been a long time since we, or if at, at all, that we've seen, you know, two guys in bed together, you know, on, on a soap. And, um, and then you have Nick who, you know, with his, you know, homophobia, you know, you have both sides to it, and I think they're just handling it really well. I'd like to ask you something about that, Larissa, because you heard Richard was saying that, you know, sometimes fans want someone back who's not coming back. Something else that often happens is soap fans sometimes, not all of them, but a certain group of soap fans, sometimes cannot tell the difference between an actor and their character. And I thought it was oh, particularly Lord, yes. taking <laughs> that you'd said that while you absolutely hate character of Nick, you seem to be enjoying Blake Barris's performance. So obviously oh, for do. you – you're yeah, able I mean, to differentiate. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Sometimes it, uh, it happens for me that I like, you know, you know, I have to stop myself and like it's just they're actors. It's you know they're doing their job, you know. As but oh no, I would never, you know, I would, you know, I would never go. I I, I hear some of the you know the the tweets and the the you know the, the some of the stuff these these supposedly fans because I don't consider them fans. If they if they're going to do that, they're not true fans. To you know to to you know badmouth these actors. I mean, they're only doing their job, you know, and they're 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 reading what the writers are you know are writing for them. And I just you know, like I said, I Blake is just he's amazing, and so is Chandler. I mean, you know, um, they just you know they I don't I, yeah I just don't understand how people can not distinguish between you know the actor and the character. You know, uh, RuPaul, can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> we've we've done a whole bunch of quoting different. We've quoted Brian Franz and RuPaul in the same yeah. show, so I guess amen. <laughs> Larissa, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dan, and happy belated birthday. 
thank, thank you, you so Richard. much. Richard, it's, you know, a couple of things. We have another caller I want to quick get to, but uh, before we get there briefly, we've talked about maybe three different things now that are potentially issues that are hurting the soaps that if we could sort of get past it might open up a whole new realm of, of uh, a golden age, which would be stop trying to get people who aren't on the show at the moment to come back, leave the people who have the roles alone, support the show even if your favorites aren't on them at the moment, and then the last one, uh, be able to differentiate between an actor and a character. Did we lose Richard? No, no, I'm here. You were so I, quiet, I, I didn't um, know what had happened. I was, no, I know, I, I know, when I'm quiet, you assume I died. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's interesting to me because on the one hand, some of those very, you know, the, the very people that kind of do those things, they're, they're fans, they are fans, um, in some ways, maybe even more so than we are, you know, in that, in that they take it so seriously, it's so passionate, and I respect the passion of every single fan. I respect the passion of Absolutely. all the people who want to bring all my children in one life to live back. Um, I just, if I could do anything, it would be to sort of channel that so that it's passion without the anger. You know, I think the anger and the... I, I've, I've said it many times, I think the biggest problem really is that we now live in the Internet age where a lot of the interactivity we do happens on social media like Twitter, and that's anonymous, or message boards, which are anonymous. And when you're hiding behind anonymity, it's very, very easy to, it's very easy to, you know, be as nasty as you want to be because your words don't have consequences, at least not for you. So I I think that would be so awesome if we could just figure a way to channel it and, and keep that passion, but sort of, you know, as I always say, embrace the madness, but block the cray-cray. Or as they said on The Bachelor the other night, uh, yeah, now oh we're quoting boy. The Bachelor. Hi, you know, hide your crazy. Bring your sparkle, but hide your crazy. Well, I don't know if we're going to be hiding our crazy or bringing our sparkle, but we do have a caller from New York, <laughs> I believe. His name is Matt. He has uh, a question. He says he wants to ask about some classic soaps. So let's bring Matt on and find out exactly what he wants to know. Matt, welcome to Soap Central Live. What's going on, guys? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I wanted to, one of the things I wanted to say to you is that, you know, what's, one of the things that's so awesome about your show is that it starts the weekend. That like, is oh, true, very that. true. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, the good thing is when you hear me on the air, you know that hopefully you're not going to be at work much longer if you haven't already left. Exactly. See, that's that's the awesome thing about it. <laughs> Two things before I ask my question. Well, one thing really, I just want to echo um, you guys' sentiments. You know what? Watch the shows. I don't care no. if you got to get up, get your internet connection upgraded, whatever. Watch them because <laughs> they brought them back. And you know what? It's it's really important to support them characters there's some going to be some familiar people there it may not be everybody but you know everybody complained when they got taken off so they're back and the only way they're going to stay back is if we watch them absolutely couldn't agree with no. you more i want to know that, but they can't I'm, not only that but if they are flawed and they will be of course they, they will. can't improve unless they are given time to improve and right. they won't be very given true. time to improve unless we watch well everything's flawed it, it always, you know, that's just the way it is. And, and uh, you know, you don't like everything at every given time on every show. Whether Speak it's for yourself. Or not. Well, and, and by the way, not, and by the way, not everything is flawed. I'm well, pretty perfect. 
I'm, I'm not touching that. <laughs> but I know that you have a question. I want to make sure that we get to it before we run out of time. So what, what was your I, question, man? I want to know if you guys know anything about what's going on with Soap Classics. That's the the Procter & Gamble website. Yeah, that had, I mean, uh, they, they released several things last year, and, it, you know, and, and now you don't really see anything. You go to the homepage, there's nothing there. I've read some comments from different people and things that happened. Is there any light that you guys know that you can shed on what's – did they fall apart? Is it – you know, what, what happened with it? Because I remember the guy think, was on your show, I think, at one point. I – absolutely he was. Uh, I'm – Unfortunately, I can only say but a certain amount, as there are some outstanding okay. obligations that that they have. Uh, however, I know that their license to As the World Turns and Guiding Light has expired. Uh, they have not indicated whether that is because of a, a lack of interest or a lack of sales, or if it was just that the license was yanked from them. I would personally have to think that if there was an abundance of interest, they would have been able to continue unless mm -hmm. they, they didn't find a way to bring some money. Uh, but there had been a, a statement that was, was given to me that they are hopeful that they'll be able to have an announcement about something else that's soap-related. That was back in 2012, which I realized isn't that long ago, uh, but it was at the close of the year. And we haven't heard anything yet, so either they're still working on it or perhaps maybe they didn't get it. Um, I'm hoping that you know we'll have some more information. Richard, in the, the minute or so that we have for that, do you have any additional information? I don't know anything, but please... Please, baby Jesus, let it be the edge of night next. Amen, oh, Richard, you are the, the man. Edge of night. Amen, say it louder. That's my show. This has become a very religious show. This favorite soap. Ah, that show was awesome. But I must say right now, go GH. Absolutely. I agree. Go all of our soaps. All four of the shows right now are awesome. I don't remember the last time that there were four soaps. Even when there were like 10, 12 soaps on the air, I don't remember the last time there were four shows that I enjoyed thoroughly every day. I really am, I, and I'm not just saying that because I, you know, make my living in soaps. Everybody knows I, I trash talk them when they're bad. But, but I, I mean, like I am genuinely loving all four shows right now. Yeah, I would agree well, with that, but GH is just smoking. I mean, it's just smoking. What else is smoking is the fact that our time <laughs> is gone for this show. I don't know where it went. So, Thanks, Matt, I'm going to have to let you go, and hopefully you'll be able to come back and we'll have some more time uh, somewhere in the midst. I would have taken you sooner. Uh, I got you lost in the queue. No problem. You're okay. It's all good. Have well, a good weekend, you. guys. You too. All right. Richard, uh, I don't know, again, as I don't know where the time is, uh, I know that you are getting ready to go be fitted for your sequin and feathered outfit <laughs> for, your, for your show in Atlantic City this weekend. I don't need to be fitted. I get them custom made. <laughs> okay, well, you've got that. So we have about uh, a minute and a half that I can I can give to you to hopefully come up with some dates for magazines or something like that. Uh, I'll give you a minute or so to talk to fans about what they need to know about soaps in depth and how to find you. Well, you guys know, um, if you know me at all, you know you can find me just basically by looking at Twitter. I'm pretty much 99% of Twitter. You can find my personal account at How Rude Are You. I have work accounts at Soaps in Depth ABC and at Soaps in Depth CBS. I talk about primetime on Dispatches FTC, which is for Dispatches from the Couch. That's four of my accounts, and I have more. I am 95% of Twitter. Um, otherwise, you know, uh, you can... You can also follow me on Facebook if you want, facebook.com slash Trelfie, T-R-A-L-F-I-E. 
otherwise, you know, um, I'm always around and I'm always happy to talk soaps, answer questions, or, you know, just, just drink. <laughs> <laughs> For folks Did who I are <laughs> on the Twitter, you can also find them at Soaps in Depth ABC, Soaps in, Soaps in Depth CBS. You can go to soapsindepth.com and have access to the ABC side, the CBS side, which also fiddles in some Days of Our Lives stuff. Richard, I want to thank you so much for dropping by and keeping me company here for our makeshift sort of redo birthday show here. Anytime. Absolutely anytime. You know I love doing it. For those of you out there who also love listening to the show, you can listen to any of the episodes that we've done in the past. There are, as of today, 167 episodes. You can go to SoapCentral.com slash radio and have access to any of those shows. It's entirely free. You can download them. You can go to iTunes. You can stream them live on your computer uh, in the background while you're surfing the web or vacuuming or whatever it is you're doing. Again, it's totally free. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at Soap Central Live on Twitter. We also have Soap Central on Twitter for all of the latest soap news, and I'm at Dan J. Kroll. We're going to be back next week with a show that is to be determined, and then on the 22nd, it's our big 18th anniversary episode for Soap Central Live. Hope that you all have a great weekend. We'll be back next week for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. <laughs> Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 